Hey everyone, I'm Charles, and this is the 10th episode of 5050, the best and worst of IMDb, which is a rebranded podcast that we originally called The Good, The Bad, and The Podcast. This particular episode was never previously released, and Topher and I weren't even sure if it really existed. But it does, and here it is. We hope you enjoy it. Are you ready, Charles? Yeah. Alright, hi, I'm Christopher. And I'm Charles. And this is our 10th episode. This is the 44th best movie 41st. of all time. 41st? Wow! Stop, start over. I no. Alright, hi, I'm Christopher. And I'm Charles. <laughs> Stop! Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, and the Podcast. I'm Christopher. And I'm Charles. And this week we'll be reviewing the 41st worst movie of all time, Turks in Space, and the 41st best movie of all time, Vertigo. <laughs> I'm so happy we're finally doing Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, I'm a fan of Hitchcock myself as well. So, um, well let's go ahead and, I guess we can go ahead and get started. Are we mentioning any of this? I mean, you can. Would you like to go ahead and mention yeah, go ahead, it? Go ahead. No, so, no, you this, explain. No, 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 no. This podcast is very special. Okay. Explain to that. You gotta explain it though. Part of the reason we're explaining that is right now we are we are moderately inebriated. <laughs> Charles may be more than I am at this point. This is our uh, in honor of our tenth episode. We're doing a drunken podcast. In fairness, right now probably neither of us should be driving, <laughs> much less recording our own voice. And in, in uh, public safety, we aren't driving. No, not even remotely. Um, so let's go ahead. Do you want to you want to dive right into the movies? Is there anything that we need to recap on at this point? We need to get the synopsis. We're starting with the good one. I think that's. I think that's kind yeah, of. Yeah. Let's let's do the synopsis for uh, for Vertigo. Vertigo. Okay. So this is uh, a lot of people consider this to be one of Alfred Hitchcock's better films, um, if not his best. Um, the the film follows a retired San Francisco police detective who suffers from acrophobia, Vertigo. And Madeline, a lady who leads him to high places. <laughs> Whoever wrote this synopsis has a sense of humor. Um, certainly wasn't us. <laughs> certainly not. A wealthy shipbuilder who is an acquaintance from college days approaches the detective to ask him to follow his beautiful wife, Madeline. He fears she is going insane, maybe even contemplating suicide because she believes she is possessed by a dead ancestor. Uh, de detective is skeptical, but agrees after he sees the beautiful Madeline. Okay. All right. So, so we'll go ahead and dive into that. Now, it's going to be honestly, it's hard to review Vertigo without discussing just Hitchcock as an auteur or whatnot. I, so I feel. I've always thought Vertigo was a fear of heights. Okay. It's not. Okay. Continue. It's the Vertigo's like the dizziness and the that kind of sensation. It's typically associated with heights, though. But it's the other one, that other acrophobia. Yeah, that's the fear of heights. Okay. Okay. Which is interesting. All right. I think people, because of this movie, they they associate one with yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> Whoa. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the the film definitely interlinks the two. I mean, it you. you... <laughs> That's like a cat drinking <laughs> after. Gosh. After watching the film, it will be very difficult to have a conversation about Vertigo and it not be about a fear of heights. That's yes, yes, yes. That's no, well, yeah, we're about Hitchcock. Right. I find that, I, I don't know, I, of all Hitchcock's films, like the, the better known ones, right? Like no one talks about Frenzy, right? But have you seen Frenzy? <laughs> yes, I've seen Frenzy. Yeah, I've seen Frenzy too, but no one ever talks about Frenzy, right? But, <laughs> but uh, people talk about... Was that the last one? 
if it's not his last, it's very close to it. I mean, it was like 80s, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, the the point being though, that most people when they talk about Hitchcock, they talk about Vertigo or North by Northwest Psycho. or Psycho or Rear Window or one of those, right? Yeah. I I find out of those that are the kind of more popular Hitchcock films, this is kind of my least favorite. Yeah. Like I just I mean. What's your favorite? I really like Rope, like a lot. I know that's not quite as mainstream as the others. Rope's good. Rope's very good. I like North by Northwest a lot. Um, I I don't know. I just Vertigo, while a great movie, and I, I I cannot deny that Hitchcock knew what he was doing with the camera. Okay, like masterfully. I just didn't enjoy the film as much as I did the others. It's a really dark subject matter. I mean, it's it's like it's no darker than Psycho though. It is though, in a lot of ways. You yes. Think so? Yeah, yeah. Well, Psycho, you know, it's about murder. It's, just, it's kind of the, the what led in the modern slasher Halloween and all that. But, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to burp again. Uh, there it is. Heck yeah, there it was. Um, <laughs> no, the uh, the, uh, the the Vertigo's. I mean, it's like really kind of creepy. Like it is. No, I remember. You think it's going one way, and then all of a sudden, it's like this guy's like psychological obsession with the woman he thinks is dead. And, and it's like making the woman he doesn't know is that dead woman, spoiler alert. Making the, you know, didn't realize she's dead and then making her dress up like the dead woman. That's right. crazy. Yeah, it's really, it's I weird. mean, it is very creepy, but not in a creepy, like, I'm going to kill you way, but much more in a creepy, like... Obsessive. Yeah, like creepy, like he's a stalker. I love the way. scene when they're in the uh, the the clothing shopping area. Yeah, and, 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 and she comes out wearing everything. Yeah, well, before that, and then he's like, he's like really specific, like, no, that's not it. That's yeah. not the dress. And the the tailor's like, man, the gentleman knows what he wants. Yeah, I love that scene. It's it. I really, I, I agree with you. I think the sense of just eeriness to the film is there that I don't think he even Psycho, because Psycho was one of those movies where when you're watching it, you know, don't go in there. Oh well, don't go there. Like don't go in the creepy basement. You know, like you know it's going to be bad. But when you're watching Vertigo, he's not in creepy places. You know, he, he's in a tailor shop. He's in San Francisco. Or he's in, well... The Tenderloin. I mean, I guess San Francisco. The point is, he takes what should be innocuous and I, makes it kind of... Scary. I like that word, innocuous. And yes, I agree. I'm, I'm hearing your point. I agree. So, anyway. I, but at the same time, let's, let's also not forget all the other, you know, firsts that came with Vertigo. The use of the reverse track for yes. Zoom. Right? The, is the, it true the, that Hitchcock came up with the effect? Was it the first movie ever to use it? It was the first movie to use it, but I thought it was the DP who came up with it. Oh, okay. Not Hitchcock. But it, it, it definitely, I mean, it made you feel the way that he felt. I, I like the movie a lot. I really do. But there's some few little quirky things that really bug me about it. Such as? Well, the ending. I mean, it's just like, it's so abrupt. It is. And it's it like, boom, she's going to fall out again in the exact same way. And there's going to be a nun and ring bell. And, oh, credits. Yeah. And that, that, I, I remember just not liking that. The very first time yeah. I saw it, I was just like, what? That, yeah. that, it's over? Like, I don't get it. That bugged me. And then there's some, like, some weird exposition stuff at the beginning when, like, you know, James Stewart is, like, talking to this, the lady that's, like, the painter. Well, all that crap. I don't like any of the painting when she's painting. All that stuff. That's right, weird. Right, like but, in the apartment or whatever? Yeah, but this is what the really weird part is. He's like, we were married one time, weren't we? I hate exposition like that where it's like, yeah. you know if you're married to the woman. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I, and that bugs me. Every time I hear that line, I cringe. I'm like, man... Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with you? I think a lot of people... I I heard Scorsese talking about it one time, and he was talking about how it was really impressive to him that 
Hitchcock managed to make such a non-commercial film at that point in time when it was such a studio-controlled thing. Right. Because it's just, it's not like his other ones. No. Like, the other ones are very commercial. Like, if you look at some of them, like North by Northwest, would it be the equivalent of a summer blockbuster yeah. nowadays, right? Whereas... Vertigo. Vertigo's not. Like, it's just, it's just not. So you've got to admire the man for not only knowing exactly what he wanted, you know, his storyboarding obsession was legendary, right? But then also being able to work within the system to make exactly what he wanted, even though that maybe wasn't what he was known for. Yeah, well, that and that movie was like trashed by critics initially. Yeah. So now it's now it's his it's high his masterpiece. Yeah. 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 So, um, what would you give it? I think I would probably. I'd probably if if I wasn't comparing it to other Hitchcock movies, mm-hmm. if I was viewing it solely for what it is, I'd probably give it like a eight. Yeah. I mean, maybe even a seven and a half, mm-hmm. but it would not be as high as some of his other ones. I give it an eight. Yeah, I, it, you know, it's I don't even like the first half of it as much. It's just the fact how weird and dark the second half gets. And I kind of like that because it's unexpected, right? He right. had a way of doing that with all of his movies. Right. The second half just took you to a totally different place, right, which I like. And so I think it's just that where this one went, I just didn't enjoy as much. Right. So, but I still think it's a great film and it deserves its place. I just. It wouldn't be the Hitchcock movie I would put this high. And I think North by Northwest is higher on the list. I would say that. My favorite's Rear Window of his, so. That's, that's fair. So. Yeah. Strangers on the Train's pretty cool, too. Yeah. I, I really do love Hitchcock movies, but this is just not the one I would pick. So. Cool. All right. Well, shall we move on to Turks in Space? I know you've been, like, itching to talk about Turks in Space for a while now. Something about it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Do you want to read the synopsis? No, no, no. You read the synopsis. Oh, I've got to read the synopsis. You always read the synopsis. All right. Well, give me just one moment. i got to pull that up real quick here. I'm... Obviously on IMDb where we pull our pull our list from. Um, give me just one moment here. This is what there. they call dead space. I'm working on. It. I'm sorry. <clears throat> All right. So. <laughs> oh, is there even a synopsis on here? There's not even. Oh, there we go. Synopsis. There we go. Whew. All right. <laughs> Contains information that may give away important plot well, what points. What about the? Don't we have the DVD somewhere? Oh, yeah, but it's all in Turkish. You don't read Turkish anymore? I, I'm, not, I'm not fluent in Turkish you anymore. You used to be. For the last film we did... What was the last Turkish film? Oh, uh, the, the Black Prince. Yeah, the Killian? Killian? Kologan. Kologan, that's it. Kologan, Kologan. We could never figure out how Killian's to pronounce it. Killian's what you're drinking. Kologan. We, <laughs> we could never figure out how to pronounce it. All right, so... This movie shows us the Turkish people's mental mental and physical moves into space. The Turks have slowly begun to invade space. In this sequel, Arkin saves the world again with his son... These are all Turkish names. I can't pronounce any of them. With his son's help. Their wicked and evil enemy tries to defeat them. Uh, The son goes to outer space where he met... I can't pronounce the name... Uh, the man shoots a flaming fire. This is ridiculous. Um, and this isn't just a synopsis. This is the whole movie. Like, it's explaining we'll everything. Read, well, go ahead. It might be amusing. It's, well, but it I, it doesn't even make sense if you can't read the names. Did the movie make sense? No. Okay, so the movie it is, is about... It's, like, a, so it's let's, a sequel. Let's, it's a sequel to, to Turkish Star Wars. Tur- right. Which basically came out when the original Star Wars came out. And it was like Turkish Kung Fu with inserts from the real Star Wars movie. So the Millennium Falcon flies by... 
at random times. And there's X-Wings and stuff. Let's acknowledge the fact that not only do we have, quote, <laughs> Turkish Star Wars, but we also have a thing called Turkish Kung Fu. I was not aware I, I, of I, the Kung Fu I, masters living in Istanbul, <laughs> but apparently that's a thing. Okay? But it is. It's not, we're not making this up. I mean, I wish I could be coined with that phrase. I wish I could be really clever and make up something like Turkish Star Wars, but... Yeah. And apparently, <laughs> apparently they made money just inserting shots and using music. And it's like they it's like they just literally took off uh, the soundtrack and, and cut it in, so it's like occasionally you hear like the real actors. But this is a sequel to that movie. Right. And so you have the the older man who is kind of the for lack of a better term, the Obi-Wan Kenobi character, who saves the world. He's of course Turkish. But he's referred to as the man who saved the world. Right, and that's that's all he's Which is known. It's a David as. Bowie song, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but that's. It was about this guy, right? <laughs> I don't I don't think I. I'm... Yeah, you should know that. But... <laughs> Bowie's. Been... I looked right at the microphone as if it was a camera. I now. didn't know. It's like I'm pointing right at you, audience. I, I can't didn't see know me. that David Bowie knew Turkish. The surprised by David Bowie now. <laughs> The point is, so the, the film though, the film though picks up there, and you've got the the man who who was the son of the man who saved the world, and he has to go find his friend, who <laughs> apparently is lost in space. So I'm gonna I've got to recount this scene to you. Is that I can't even. So there's this one point where our hero is telling the story of why he's looking for his friend that has been lost in space. And his friend is standing there in a spacesuit with no helmet on, getting ready to go out in space. He's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, you know? Oh, and he puts the helmet on him. And he puts the a cigarette. helmet on him, and the helmet is like a fishbowl. And he just places it on While his head. Smoking. It doesn't latch into place in any way. It's just sitting there, and you can clearly see that it's wobbling around on his shoulders. And he's still got a cigarette hanging in his mouth. <laughs> But that's all you need when you go out in space, apparently, if you're Turkish. And so he, he opens the door. He checks the knot on the rope that he tied around his waist, because that's how the Turkish space program works, apparently. Okay, it's no, just... but, but to their credit, yes. it must be amazing, because in the future, they're the only space program out there. totally Earth, true. Earth is now just Turkey. It's dominated by Turks. The whole, the whole Earth is just one big country named Turkey. So the man goes out in space, wearing his... Seemingly impossible spacesuit, and he's by our standards, man. We're by physics standards, okay. <laughs> and he walks out, walks out, floats out into space, <laughs> carrying a Turkish flag on a pole, and waves it around. And at this point, the hero in the movie says, "And that was when the Turks concert conquered space." And I was like, "That that's how the Turks conquered space? <laughs> is he just went out into space and waved a flag around? This is their moon landing, is what it is, really. Sure, there this was just no show. moon involved. Right, this is their space landing. It's, it was ridiculous. The movie was... Wait, that's the point? That's the part you had a problem with? I had a problem with everything. I just remember watching it and thinking SNL has better Wait. stages and sets than this movie does. You know... <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. I but can't the, even explain how bad it was. The, I didn't even understand what's going on. Okay, so you know how we have that rule, or I have that rule that if if the story doesn't make sense, like or if it makes sense, complete it. what? Or if they didn't complete, or if they didn't complete it. This movie just didn't make sense. Like I just didn't get it most of the time. Now part of that may have been the translation to Turkish just didn't make any sense, or part of it may have been that I just couldn't manage, you know, to keep focused because well I'm trying to watch a Turkish film that doesn't make sense. But this was terrible. This this was the horrible. guy that played the son of the man who saved the world is the same actor that played Kolobi. That's true. Apparently, there is one Turkish actor in the world. What I don't know is, 
do the Turkish people like this guy? Is he like their? I imagine their he's like their Tom here? Hanks. Really? I, I for some reason I just picture him being their Tom. Is that a compliment to him or an insult to Tom Hanks? You know, take it how you want it. <laughs> well, I just want to say, I don't know how the Turkish people take it. I think he. I think they would take that as a compliment that he is the Turkish Tom Hanks. He can play any role. And he plays in and everything. He, in this role, he plays twins. He does play twins. He's kind of got a Peter Sellers thing. It's not a Star Wars knockoff at all. It's twins separated at birth by the father. It's, it's just... Whatever. It's so bad. Like, there is nothing good about this movie. And what's funny is there's, there's a little bit of English. So the Turks are in contact oh, with that's NASA. Right. They're t- there's that's like, right. There's NASA like, apparently doesn't do any deep space. There's sport. one scene with English. <laughs> And this movie could probably be like an easy PG otherwise, but this one scene in English, it's like every other word's an F bomb when they're when they're shot. I'm like, yes. What? And not only is it not only is the language bad, but then they're also explaining like she's explaining that time we had sex at Niagara Falls and all this stuff, and you're like, what? And she goes, she's going into detail about it. And so, and the thing is, I, th- I think he <laughs> says he just, I think so he bad. says he doesn't even speak English after she says. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. So this is English. purely for the audience of Americans that are watching Turkish films. Namely, you and me. Only you and me. Well, namely, only me. There's no one else that's seen this movie. I don't even think Turks saw this movie. How did we get this movie again? It's on the list. Oh, how do we, how get, did we get it? I don't even know. Was it eBay or was it? I don't know. All I know is it's region two. It's or region two, so I won't even play in my player. Anyway. We didn't even talk about having. I mean, like, there's so much more of this movie. It's really deep. No, it's not. It's so the, the man who saved the world the first time has to save the world again. Yes. And I really don't understand what happened. Did they? I can't remember. They found the guy, and he was living with the man who saved the world. Yes, but the man who saved the world was frozen in ice because his soul had left him, and they didn't want the body to rot. And so they froze him in ice, so that like when his soul returned, his body would be ready for him. And the bad guy kidnapped the twin. Kidnapped the twin as punishment to the man who saved the world. So he raised the twin as his own son, as like his ultimate form of revenge. And then, of course, predictably, the son who he kidnapped kills. The man who kidnapped him later. It's it's really bad. Like it sounds Shakespearean when we're describing it, it does, but man. when you're watching it, you're like, this is this is terrible. No, no. This is horrible. No, like this doesn't even remotely make sense. It's Shakespeare with lightsabers. I mean, George Lucas could say that too, but I don't think either of them would be true. Turkish Star Wars. I didn't like it at all. It was terrible. I, I would I would give this movie like a one and a half, maybe two. If it's lucky, a two. What? what if I watched it now, slightly inebriated, I may have enjoyed it more. Santa Claus. Santa Claus, didn't we give that a zero? Is it worse than Santa Claus? No. No, nothing's worse than Santa Claus. That's, Santa Claus still is the worst movie I've ever seen. Ever. Of all the movies I've ever seen. That's the worst excuse for a film ever. Turks in Space, though, comes pretty close. Because it just doesn't make sense. Like, Cologan, remember you and I talked about that, how, like, we were confused. Like, why is this on the bad list? Yeah. If it had been in English, it would have just been a campy, funny movie. It was like, it movie. was like a Mel Brooks movie. Right. Speaking but of this, that, this, this every, was nothing like that. I had hope that this was going to be that Every way. time I think about Turks in Space, I think about, like, Spaceballs, how there was going to be a sequel. Right. This is not like that. This is not like that at all. Not even a little bit. No. If Mel Brooks was Turkish? It would have been good. But if Mel Brooks isn't movie. Turkish, and he, he didn't make this movie. movie, so this is not good. I would give this a. I'll go ahead and call it a one seven five, just to make things. I don't know what I felt about this movie. I'm gonna give it a three. What? I don't know. To me, I watched the. I watched the making of it. By the way, it's on the disc. 
I mean, that DVD was really hard to navigate. It wasn't. It, well, it was because it was in Turkish. Well, even yeah, but. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like Istanbul would be hard to navigate if I didn't speak Turkish, right? I've. Are we picking up any Turkish at all? I feel like I we've feel seen like, like this is the second Turkish film I've seen out of ten. Are we going to twenty percent of the movies we watch in Turkish? Are there a lot more Turkish movies on this list? I hope not. All right, what's our? Uh, so you're giving it a one, one seven five, just because I, I a one and a half seems really low. Maybe it oh. deserves that, but a two seems really high. All right, I'm giving it a three. Of course you are. That's that's close. Enough. You have such a soft spot in you for bad movies. I don't understand why you have such a soft spot for bad movies. I don't have a soft spot. I'm just saying, I don't think it's as bad as you thought it was. It's, it's long, long lines of, you know, Cologan and the Black Prince or whatever. Cologan I liked. Honestly, had Cologan been in English, it would have been like a Mel Brooks movie. Right. This, had it been in English, would have been garbage. All right, so... And that was this movie was made in 2006, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that makes it even worse, because then you're like, oh... It's in 2006 when they should be literate and able to write a good script. All right, so so the next time, since this is our 10th one, the yes. 11th episode, we're going to do something special. Yes. Topher and I have each picked our movies that we think belong in this category. So one from the bad, one from the good for each of us. That should be in the In, in the 40 range. to 50 range. Yeah, or 41 to 50. 41 to 50, sorry. So, so here we are. What do you got? Well, I haven't I haven't fully researched it to okay. be to be completely honest with you, and I want I want to make sure that it doesn't appear anywhere else higher on the list. Okay. But I think there are some movies like I definitely think that as far as the good movies go. Well, uh, real quick, the only stipulation on this is that it can't be anywhere on our list. And that's and that's my it concern. Be below us, I need to just double check quick. Do you mind if I take a look at your copy there? Yes. Because I have one in mind for the uh, for the good. Where's the good on your? Oh, let me show. That, that's actually my background. Yes, I can see that. Yes, and let me just load up my pictures real but quick. But on the, the good, and I just again, assuming it's not on there. What do you think? I have something. I have something very specific. What and about the bad? You got the bad. The bad again. I think. <laughs> I I think you may. I think we may overlap a little bit here. Okay. Because I think the room should be on there. Okay. As a bad. Okay, that's my that's my pick. That you pick for bad? Yeah, because okay. we watched it already. So we can agree with that. I think the room should be on the bad list because while I watch the room, at least I understand what's going on, right? So you're not gonna pick another bad? I would put that as my bad choice for that particular okay. range. Okay, well, we've already reviewed it on that one. Okay. That's fine. So really, okay. so this would be the goods. The goods. So we'll we'll do two movies and two goods. Yeah. So we'll we'll go ahead and uh, you got the list put mm. up there. So again, I'll go ahead and explain my reasoning if for the room. If you go back to the left, that's the. I think my reasoning for the room is simply that it's Can while I it is bad room? while it is bad I feel like it's not inexplicable like you can't figure out what's going on he finished it <laughs> to apparently his satisfaction and I mean it was it was in focus and in color and it made sense and I got well, it well let me change mine then okay we're gonna go through yeah, go ahead so, but I want to hear your good one I'm just really curious okay I would like to see, and I think I think this would be, a lot of people would consider this his masterpiece. I would like to see Heat up there. I think that would be an interesting choice okay. because I don't think we have anything that's that type of thriller. I don't think it's on of, there. You're right. Yeah. I don't think we have any kind of thriller action movies. I think Michael Mann is drastically underrated as a director. How is he not on there? I know, right? It's Heat, a, I fun. think, is a great film. 
And I, I couldn't find the list. And so that was my issue. I was it's trying not, to double right, check it's it. not on there. And I think Heat by Michael Mann is is an excellent Fair film. Enough. Fair He's got Al Pacino and Robert De Niro and a just a huge cast going there. Okay. So I think we should discuss that film. Okay. So and so what was your heat, heat and, and yours? Okay, well, so since we're overlapping and I had an alternate. Okay. <laughs> of course you did. Um, for the, okay, so for the bad, I'm going to switch it to Birdemic. Oh, no. Oh, man, it's, yeah, I've heard about this. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's Birdemic. pretty it's, bad. So especially since now we're talking about Hitchcock, because it's kind of a remake birds, of Birds yeah, in a weird yeah, way. Yeah. If, if Birds really sucked and I don't know. <laughs> um, but, so for... <laughs> Now, the good movie. Now, again, I'm using this to... I've heard... For those of you who haven't heard of Birdemic, Birdemic was one of those movies that was kind of, like, unabashedly bad, and they knew it was bad. And they I don't like, think they knew bad. The director acts like he doesn't know it's bad. Okay. The so director knows it's bad and does, like, midnight showings and stuff. So whether he knows it's bad or not, he's now playing off the fact that it is bad. Is that fair to say? I don't know. I th- I th- Either way, we'll discuss it more in depth. he made a good film. We'll discuss it more in depth. But of course, continue. yeah. Uh, so for the good movies, I'm wanting to do stuff that I think deserves in this list, but that most people haven't seen or heard of. Okay. That's so great. more more smaller films. Sure. Everything. Sure. My pick is Shattered Glass. Okay. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've so, actually seen that. That's so a good go. movie. That's, that's about um, that's got what's his name from? Yeah, Hayden Christensen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's also got um, well, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, I can never think of his name anyway. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. I think that's actually no- a pretty good. Movie. I think he should have been nominated that year. He was good. No, I, I, I really do know who the guy was. I do. Uh, uh, yeah, he's married to um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. What's his name? I can't think of it. I, it. The liquor's not helping. I don't know if that would be a problem at all. But. Uh, anyway, the point is, though, I, I do remember that movie. I, I saw it in the theaters, actually. Me too. I remember when that came out. I was, yeah. No, no, okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll discuss Shattered Glass. Shattered Glass, Shattered Glass Heat. Heat. Birdemic. And The Room. And The Room. That's a podcast extravaganza right that's, there. That's going to be... We're Maybe we should have drink for that. No, we're going to have to be sober for that, because that's going to be a... That's that's a lot to talk about. It's so, a mouthful. All right. Well, guys, we're going to discuss... Uh, we're going to discuss those four films next time. Thank you so much for sticking around for ten episodes of The Good, The I Bad, The like Podcast. I feel like it's ten years, but... It's been roughly that long. But either way... You say it's been rough? I didn't... No. Oh. Charles? Adverbs? Wow, Thank was, you guys. We'll see you next time on The Good, The Bad, and The Podcast. Can we do that one more time? Sure. That's better. I'm Christopher. I'm Charles. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks for listening.